it is time for another update with the most supreme and secure privacy-focused cryptocurrency going. Hello and welcome to the Crypto Rich Podcast. This audio podcast is derived from content from the Crypto Rich video channels and may contain references to graphics and images. For the full Crypto Rich video experience, please see the links in the show notes. The information presented in this podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. It is not intended to be and does not constitute legal, financial, investment, trading, or any other advice. All of the information presented is general in nature and is not specific to you or anyone else. Do not make any decision, legal, financial, investment, trading, or otherwise, based on any of the information presented in this podcast without first consulting a licensed professional. You understand that you use or rely on any and all information provided in this podcast at your own risk. Hey, Dre, thank you so much for making yourself available. Yeah, thanks for having me. You are so welcome. It's so welcome. It's, it's great having you back on because you are the captain of the Good Ship Pirate Chain. I am proud to say that I'm a first mate on the Good Ship Pirate Chain. This is a decentralized cryptocurrency uh, project. It launched August 2018. No pre-mine, just release the code. And it is the most private and the most secure of all the privacy cryptos, including more private than Monero. Monero is great. Use Monero. Privacy. Uh, for privacy, Pirate Chain is even more privater. And we're going to be talking about uh, getting some updates with Pirate Chain. And we're also going to be uh, doing some updates on the BPSAA. Blockchain Privacy, Security, and Adoption Alliance. Do you want to start with uh, letting us know about the BPSAA, what's happening there, and say a little bit about who the BPSAA are? Sure. So the BPSAA is the Blockchain Privacy, Security, and Adoption Alliance, as you said. It's basically a group of projects that have originally come together to work together to advance privacy and security, as well as adoption, obviously, within you know the entire world. Now. Over time, we've grown from originally four members to now, I think it's at 10 or 11. And uh, with the most recent addition being Conceal, which was a fantastic group of people that we had the pleasure of speaking with and, you know, all decided these guys just fit exactly the ethos that we're looking for. And they're really, really quality people in a quality community. So we uh, brought them onto the BPSAA and we're all working together to not only help one another, but help the space in general too, inside the space and outside the space in terms of legislation and laws and things like that. Because we have one of our guys, Chris, uh, also known as Hash Rates, that actually spoke with uh, the Senator Cinema and her, uh, her top advisor in terms of crypto laws, things like that, and uh, basically trying to provide guidance. And there's even a podcast about uh, between Chris and her advisor on crypto in general and where the laws are progressing and how we can change things and all that other fun stuff. So we're trying to change things from the legal standpoint as well and help provide guidance that actually benefits the people that are in crypto, not hurts the industry. So there's a lot, a lot of cool stuff that we do as an organization that try to advance adoption, advance, you know, or enhance privacy and security within the space as well. Yes, and there's a range of projects. There's Ergo, which have their close connections with Cardano. There's 
uh, Sentinel with a decentralized VPN, there's Etho Protocol with their decentralized data storage, uh, Burstcoin, which has a burst, oh, Signum now, it's Signum. Signum. Yep. Signum, that's right, that's right, which is one of the oldest projects going, uh, very fast, very grateful payments, smart contract functionality, and a DEX. And there's several DEXs, and you're all working together to get each of the coins and tokens from those from the respective projects onto those DEXs. And um, the other one I wanted to mention is Conceal Network, because I did a video with them. They are really, really serious about privacy. And I did a video with them uh, a few weeks ago going into this um, their project when they've been building and building for ages and ages. And they are the newest member. And I'm also going to be doing a town hall with them in a few in a few days time or a few weeks time so watch out for that so by the way please do subscribe comment like follow me on twitter crypto rich yt join my official telegram announcements channel if you're watching this on youtube you really should come over to odyssey where you'll get to see part two because part one is just going to be on youtube and in part two there's a lot more interesting stuff about privacy focused cryptos and i just want to say that conceal network are one of the many many projects that apply for bpsaa it's free to apply but not every project gets accepted uh, do, you, do you want to say what the process is for application? Sure. So we have a strict policy on not talking about in public who has applied and who's been accepted until they've been actually announced or who hasn't been accepted, things like that. Because we don't want to put projects on the spot. We want to make sure that we're on good terms with everybody, regardless of what happens with applications and so forth. You know, and some, some applicants get rejected because they're too young. You know, in terms of, you know, the project's growth over time or if they're a recently released project, but they're, they look solid, we want to see some backing behind that, you know, at least for a decent period of time. Because we have a strong ethos on doing what's right for the community, as well as doing what's right for privacy and all of our ethos in general. So uh, we want to see things like, you know, if anything has occurred within that uh, that project's you know, sphere of influence where, say, they've run something, but they kind of uh, screw people out of something. That's something we don't like. That's something we don't want to be a part of. So we want to make sure that all these projects do right by the communities. And if there's any mistakes that occur, they, that's rectified. And the communities, and, you know, backing them full with a lot of the stuff that they do. So we, well, there's a lot, a lot of things that we look at. So, But the process is basically, you know, you fill out an application and wait a while <laughs> at this point it's a pretty long while because uh we have so many things that come in from the uh, from the outside in terms of applications or just various things here and there and then eventually we'll discuss it we'll post the application in our private discord and which is like i said private so that it's only visible by members of the bpsaa so uh we post it up there we have a vote on whether or not you know we want to move forward with an interview then we invite the project and schedule time for an interview where our members join in and ask questions, discuss the project, and discuss where they fit inside the BPSAA. Then after that interview, I mean, it's, it is an interview, but it's more, we treat it more like a talk, just mm -hmm. like a discussion. You know, we don't want to put pressure on people in terms of, oh, you have to, do, you have to make sure that, you know, all your words are enunciated. It's not a job. You know what I mean? It's more of just a discussion on the project and all the details and every any question we can think of. And then approximately a week after that discussion, uh, we hold another vote on whether or not we think that uh, it should be inducted into the BPSAA. And then if they are, the, and the vote passes, we, we let them know, we set up announcements, we get everyone behind it, and so forth. So 
Very good. And sometimes, not always, uh, I do a video about that new project and to welcome in and as part of the announcement process. So do subscribe and if you to my channel. And if you are connected to a project that you think is all about privacy and would be a would be interested in the collaborative opportunities that BPSAA offers, then let them know because it is free to it is free to apply. And if we don't accept them, like Drake said, we don't let people know it's, you know. I, and I think that's professional as well, because sometimes we don't accept them because, I don't know, for example, their privacy ethos isn't as strict as we would like. So well, keep in mind, you know, we're, we're a multi-pillar organization, right? So privacy, security and adoption, right? Right. So the way we see it is that as long as you fit the criteria for one of those things, then you have a shot at being in the DPSA. So, for example, um, Signum isn't inherently private, right? But they're a solid team, solid project. They're really pushing for adoption with a lot of things that they've developed. Therefore, they got accepted into the DPSIA. So it's not necessarily a requirement that you have to be a privacy chain. So that's something important to keep in mind. Thank you. Thank you for that, Drake. Okay. Anything you want to let us know about BPSA? Anything else that's happening? Um, yeah. So we are go we're trying to get more on top of our podcast series so we've been trying to get more on top of our podcast series in terms of uh, a regular schedule in terms of when we're releasing them and so forth so uh we should have the next one recorded and released within the next couple of weeks so okay. um the topic on that is actually a very interesting topic that applies to everybody and i highly recommend that you all listen to, listen to it when it comes out so i'll let you know as soon as it comes out, Rich, and you can make some announcements on your channel too. <laughs> yes. Very cool, very cool. So watch out for that. And also, of course, follow the BPSA Twitter channel and join the Discord group or the Telegram group as well. You can keep in touch with them. And and that way, you kind of like keep in touch with what's happening with a lot of the projects with any major developments. Okay. Yep. Um, anything else you want to let us know about the BPSAA? Uh, should be it. All right. Well, we should go on to talk about Pirate Chain and uh, starting with why it's the most supreme and secure privacy cryptocurrency project. But for that, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to have to come over to Odyssey to find out all about that. And this really, this is a pure blatant stunt to have you come and support me on the censorship resistant platform. So please subscribe, comment, like, see you over in Odyssey. All right, Drake, do you want to, um, we were talking about Pirate Chain and why Pirate Chain is as secure and as private as it claims to be. The most secure and private all the cryptocurrencies going. Yeah, uh, we utilize ZK Snarks, which is zero knowledge proofs. And that is basically, you can think of it as just encrypted payments, right? Instead of being obscured like, um, like Monero, it's completely encrypted. And the only people that can see the amounts, the transactions, the anything that occurred within a wallet is the person, and that's it. So if I make a transaction with you for, say, one R, and then I make another transaction with somebody else for one R or whatever amount, you can only you personally can only see the transaction that, that I made with you. You can't see the transaction that I made with anybody else. Yep. So no addresses, no amounts, no balances, nothing. Nobody can view any of that stuff. Now, what makes it the most secure is that we utilize delayed proof of work. Now, delayed proof of work is, you can think of it just as chain notarizations. So you can, so the chain is notarized onto Komodo, 
which is then notarized onto Litecoin. So if anything, if anybody were to try and 51% attack Pirate, they would need to 51% attack Pirate, Komodo, and Litecoin simultaneously to be able to do anything. Yes, which just ain't going to happen. Exactly. It exactly. ain't going to happen. Now, Monero, by the way, is a great project. It's a great privacy crypto. I do hold Monero myself, and I hold Pirate Chain. But, um, something else about uh, Pirate Chain is, is that it has a finite supply, and there's going to be a halving at some point in May. And it's yep. going to, I think, what is it from? How many is it right now? I think it's 16, if I remember correctly. Yeah, 16 down to eight. Yep. Um, rewards every block and the block time is, is one minute if I remember correctly and uh, then another halving after 270 days after that and then another halving 270 days after that and uh, Monero has a constant emission rate there's no end to how many Monero there are going to be released yeah uh, I mean there is I actually had a debate with somebody on that because they're saying that's terrible this is and that and in my opinion it's not as bad for the reasons that people are have, are generally thinking it's bad for. Mm -hmm. Because having something like that, essentially what it's meant for is to make up for lost coins, right? Because for example, you look at Bitcoin, right? There, I forget how many, what percentage of Bitcoin is actually lost because oh. they're in wallets that people lose the private keys for and so forth. So that supplies you can think of almost as gone because nobody can spend it. You know? So in order to make up for that, as well as keep the network secure from, because, you know, you need people to mine to secure the network. You know, there has to be some sort of reward. So having a tail emission is not necessarily, in my opinion, a bad thing. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it comes down to preference, comes down to the amount that's being released in the tail emission and so forth. So as long as it's not too much and things like that, I don't really see it as a bad thing. Sure. Now, thank you for saying that, um, Draith, because it got me thinking. I hadn't thought about the lost coins, uh, and I've lost. I've got Bitcoin. I can't get into. Um, but also, the gold doesn't. Gold has a tail emission. It just gets harder and harder and harder. And I don't know when the point is will be when there's no gold at all ever to mine or something, right? Um, well, there's always asteroids, right? <laughs> there's always asteroids, right? That'll take even more energy to get there. But so, so gold, you know, there's, there's no point where the gold supply just suddenly ends, like with Bitcoin or with Pirate Chain. So that got me think. I got thinking about that when you were saying that. But also, as more and more you, more and more people use crypto, then the tail, then having a tail emission allows, you know, just increases the supply. Perhaps not as large, as quick enough as the as the rate of adoption, hopefully. But nevertheless, it's still there. Anyway, I think have both have Pirate Chain, have Monero. Oh, absolutely. No, it's important to have multiple privacy coins. That's why, you know, essentially the BPSA is around because we shouldn't be competing with each other. We should be working together. Yep. Because having different technologies, especially privacy technologies, is very beneficial for everybody. Yep. Which, which is interesting because Conceal Network is a privacy-focused cryptocurrency to private crypto. It's, you know, it's, it's like, like Pirate Chain is a private crypto. It's just a private form of uh, value transfer. You know, it doesn't have smart contracts or anything fancy, but Conceal Network have joined BPSAA because, from what you said, uh, the principle of collaborating. And they use slightly different technology, which I can't remember. But I am going to be doing a video with Conceal Network pretty soon and maybe perhaps on a regular basis with them. Okay. Do you want to let us know what's happening with Pirate Chain? 
Yeah, so uh, we had a soft release of our iOS wallet, which um, has been highly anticipated for a very long time now. Um, huge, huge shout out to Meshbits, which is the company that uh, developed it. So th- we had a soft release of that, so people can go on the uh, the um, Apple Store and download it, play around with it, things like that, and then use it because it's it's a full release. But um, the reason why I say it's a soft release is because we made a small announcement about it. But as soon as uh, one of the articles is released on one of the major news networks, that's when we'll have you know the major announcement for it, as well as giveaway and things like that. So. Ooh. Ooh. Any idea when that's going to be out, that article? Uh, potentially next week or the latest week after. Um, we're hoping that it'll be out this week. Okay, so end of March, beginning of April, and yep. we're we're recording this on the twenty seventh of March, I think. Twenty sixth, twenty sixth of March. We're recording this on the twenty sixth of March. Okay, very cool. And then you're going to be doing a giveaway, a giveaway of pirate, of uh, a bunch of different things, actually. So we got some uh, some of the stores from the Armada pitch again as well. So they'll be doing some giveaways for merch. Uh, my personal store, physical crypto coins. We're going to be doing a giveaway as well for some pirate coins. Um, we're giving away some actual R um, and yeah, several other things as well. So there's going to be a lot, a lot of cool stuff. And that's the, one of the greatest things about pirate is the community. The community is so fantastic within pirate. I mean, there's just so many generous people, so many people that want to work with everybody and just help advance the project. So I absolutely love the community in pirate. Very good. Very, very good. Like that. We do like that. All good pirate crew. Okay, so now i got to say something about having an iOS wallet for a pirate chain is a big deal because I know other projects have really struggled with getting an iOS wallet because Apple are so particular and the process that you've got to go through is, is so, you know, just seems so rigorous and stringent. So good job on pirate chain on, on getting an iOS wallet. It's already on Android. And probably the best thing you want to do is go to the pirate website, which is pirate.black, and then find the links through there in that way. As long as you check, you're you know likely to get an authentic link. Yep, and uh, we should be having our uh, Android wallet updated soon too. So, so that'll be that'll run faster, be more efficient, work on more phones, and so forth. Very cool. Anything else you want to let us know about what's happening with Pirate? Yeah, uh, we have a hardware wallet that's being developed by one of our team members. So that's oh, cool. uh, being custom made so that it can run. Uh, you know run pirate on it and you can you know use it to store r and check the balances things like that so there's a lot of cool stuff okay that it's just way above my head <laughs> so, so when when is that going to be released is that one of the existing hardware wallets is that no that's a completely new custom hardware wallet that's being developed by one of our team members oh wow okay now is there a particular difficulty getting pirate onto a hardware wallet yes um specifically the just the power of that hardware wallet in general because unlike most other coins that that you can you know just run like some sort of like light node or just like a light wallet version that's just really really you know with that requires very little require uh, that has very little requirements for it to run pirate is just a completely different story it still requires a decent amount of uh, memory and processor and stuff like that to be able to run so no, as far as I know, no existing hardware wallet is capable of running uh, anything for Pirate. But 
um, that this whole new wallet that's being developed, Harbor Wallet, is changing things in that aspect. So. Oh my God, it is. I am so interested in that, Drake. I am so interested in that, as I bet many, many people are. If you're interested in having a hardware wallet for for your pirate chain, give me the ticker symbol for pirate as a comment. That would support my work, and then I'd know where you're at about this. Okay. Now, when when is that going to be out? I unfortunately do not have a timetable on that. He's making some very good progress, and he's got all the stuff to work. But in terms of a timetable of release, that uh, – that's yet to be seen and yet to be known in terms of the date. Right. So. But it is being worked on. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. What else do you want to let us know? Um, there's a new version of our full node wallet that was released recently and that utilizes different, uh, uh, different, uh, forget the word for it is uh, basically C phrases, but different uh, number of words. Um, I can, it's really hard for me to dive into that without, you know, trying to explain exactly or go into depth, I should say, um, with all that stuff. And that would take a while to do for me personally, because but some of that stuff, like I said, like I say, sometimes it's just over my head. So. Sure. Sure. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, the challenge with, with, with Pirate Chain is because it's so private, it's, it's hard to work with. Um, and then, like you said, the memory pool and stuff that I don't understand. But the but the other thing about it is that it is a complete project. It's not like you're building anything on the blockchain. No, the blockchain is now complete, and then we're just going to add infrastructure to sort of add on services and accessories that are going to make it easier for people to transact with Pirate Chain. Exactly, exactly. More easier and, and still secure. Okay, what else is happening with Pirate Chain? Um, there's a... There's something in the, there's several things in the works. A couple of them are being headed up by myself that I can't actually speak on. I'm trying to think of what I can actually say. Well, you did mention previously, I think, and I think you said the website is going to be redesigned. Yeah, the website is being redesigned. Um, but, but those are just some minor things. I'm talking yeah. about actually developments and stuff. Um, yeah, so there's this. Honestly, there's not much else in terms of development that I can really talk about because it's either A, too early, or B, it's not planning on being announced until it's virtually done. Because, as you know, I don't like to announce things that are just, that could be an if. Yeah. I mean, so if something were to happen, then that would become an if. And I don't like being in this stage and talking about things when we could be that way. But everything that I've spoken about today, especially the, the hardware wallet, that's, an, that's a definite. It's just a matter of time. So, Very cool. And then I'm going to have all the links in the description below so people can keep up with this project. There's also the regular podcast, weekly and monthly podcasts that anybody so can come along. The weekly one is the Lutz show, and that's just um, it's stuff that he wants to put up and things like that in terms of whether it's pirate or just talking about, you know, bringing on another project to talk, speak with them and whatnot. Uh, the monthly is all the updates that happened from the previous month. So basically project updates from that's been since the last week. So. Right. Right. Okay. Very cool. Now, one thing I've noticed, Straith, is that the price has picked up. I think it dropped to as low as 63 cents. I don't have the chart in front of me, but it dropped, it dropped pretty low, 63 cents and stuff. And then lately, last few days, it's just like it's over $2 or something right now at the time of recording. 
has something happened? That's what got me wondering. Has something happened with the project, some announcement, or is it fundamentals? I think it more has to do more with fundamentals, to be honest, because with everything that's going on in the world today, I think more more people are starting to realize how valuable privacy really is. Yep. And they're starting to research, you know, like solid privacy projects, you know. So that's the only thing that I can really say because, you know, in terms of developments, you never know what kind of an effect that'll have on price. And obviously, we don't like talking about price anyways because we're focused on our technology, you know. Yep. So I know a lot of community members, they always they discuss price, things like that. We try not to get involved in those conversations. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. No, but and I, and I agree with you in terms of fundamentalism, not fundamentalism, what's happening in terms of fundamentals, because yeah. there is increasing surveillance, increasing um, authoritarianism in former Western democracies, as well as other places. So uh, what Pirate Chain allows people to do, it allows them to preserve their financial privacy. And what we are talking about really is private information, because that's all money is. It's value transfer, the transfer of information. And um, Pirate Chain has got a big part to play in that. And the project is still young. I would say that. And we have uh, the halving coming up in May as well. All right, Dre, anything else you want to let us know? Yeah, it's just so funny when you said, you know, 2018 and we're still a young project. You know, it just feels like it's been so long, especially for me. Because, I mean, I've been involved in the project since October of 2018. Yep. Just feels like you know forever. You know? Crypto is crazy like that in terms of how time flies. It is. It is. It is really, really crazy like that. It goes so quickly. Plus, also as we get older, time goes quicker as well. Drake, we have to face up to that sobering fact as well. Are you calling me old? I, see <laughs> I said, as we get older, as we get older. <laughs> All right, Drake. Listen, thank you so much. I look forward to having you back on. Uh, anybody who's watching, if you have any comments or questions, put them in the description below. Follow me on Twitter, CryptoRHYT. Join my official Telegram announcements channel. Please subscribe to me on Odyssey, censorship-resistant platform. And also you can check out my uh, podcast series. And between now and when I see you next, oh, and give me a ticker symbol for R. Do you know, the Drake, the, the, what I often ask for ticker symbols. And the pirate, pirate, I get the most ticker symbols for pirate than I do for any other crypto. Right. So I do appreciate it. I do notice it. And between now and when I see you next, please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Drake signing out. All the best. Bye bye. We're going.